SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Work. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Our toll-free telephone number, 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. Uh, you want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. we got our poll question up there. <clears throat> it's at, at opposite picks, O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, picks, P-I-C-K-S. And uh, you know the routine as far as uh, the uh, emails. Go to the website, hit the contact, Scott icon, and fire away. NBA, NHL postseason continuing. Uh, baseball, we got a couple of football notes, uh, other little tidbits as well. We got opposite picks coming up this hour, as we always do. We'll check out our pyramid plays and our parlay plays and uh, give you all the trends that we like to give and some shots on goal as well uh, before we are through. We'll start in the NBA last night. We had three games uh, all blowouts it, when everything was said and done, although the Knicks and Hawks was probably the best game, most competitive. That's the one that flipped. Uh, we'll start with the 76ers. They blew out the Wizards uh, 120-95. Westbrook leaves the game, twists his ankle in the fourth quarter. Game was over at that point anyway, 17-point game. That's not why they lost. <clears throat> and when he was leaving, you know, some mope in the stands decided to throw popcorn at him. He, you know, being Russell Westbrook, you know, decides to go ballistic, has to be restrained from going into the stands like he's going to beat up some fan for throwing some popcorn. Should it happen? No, clearly, but... Uh, you know, you can't overreact. What more importantly is, you know, and, and this goes into the fodder with Ben Simmons. He had a good game last night. Uh, when everything is said and done, he played 29 minutes. It was a blowout, so he rested a good portion of the fourth quarter, finished with 22 points on 11 of 15 shooting, nine rebounds, eight assists, so pretty darn close to a triple-double. <clears throat> and isn't it amazing? You know, even in victory, we got to kind of criticize Simmons, but isn't it amazing how good this Philadelphia team is when they get something offensively out of Simmons? You know, and Bean had 22 last night. Harris had 19 last night. That's how it should be. You know, they had a couple of guys coming off the bench with double figures, you know, 10 points, uh, 13 points. Um, but, you know, if they could get Simmons to give you even 15 to 18 doesn't necessarily have to be 22, but, you know, God forbid he actually should get 20-plus. That that team is a dangerous team. That team might be able to win a championship, but more times than not, he doesn't do what he did last night. But when he does, then he's worth max money. Then the team is great and everything else. But, uh, again, more times than not, that's not the case. 120-95, they win. Knicks down double digits, looking like they're dead in the water Third quarter, all of a sudden, just turned it on. They they ratcheted up the defense. Uh, they hold the Hawks to 18 points in the third, only 17 in the fourth, 35, obviously, for the second half. And they overcome uh, what was a 15-point deficit at one point, and they win it going away, 101-92. Never really, you know, they were the Hawks were there. But, you know, late in the game, you know, two, three, four minutes left when you thought Trey Young might take over. He didn't. You know, finished with 30 points. That's not too bad. But Derrick Rose, you know, 32-year-old Derrick Rose, uh, you know, the Knicks are in trouble, though, in this series. One, 
because they got nothing out of Julius Randle for the second straight game. 15 points on 5 of 16 shooting. That's not going to cut it. And two, they were counting out a 32-year-old Derrick Rose to carry them. He did, but when you uh, watched it, if you did the post-game press conference with him, he looked like he was dying. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. So, Scott Wetzel sitting in as we welcome in our full audience here on a uh, Thursday morning, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Point is, he's not going to be able to do that again. 39 minutes, 26 points, 9 of 21 shooting. He was the old Derrick Rose. You know, that that was the Derrick Rose from yesteryear. Great job, but th- they got to get uh, Randall's head out of his ass. He, he's just, he has to play better. Uh, you know, he had 12 rebounds, uh, you know, decent job there, but turned the ball over four times, took some crazy shots. He's just, he's not a superstar player. He, he's just not. He's being exposed for who he is. Good player. Take him on your team, but you can't expect Derrick Rose to lead you to an NBA championship. And you can't, I've I've been saying it all season long, this team just really isn't that good. They got a couple of moving parts. Otherwise, it's a bunch of nobodies, whether it's Nerland's Noel or Alfred Payton or Abby Toppin or Taj Gibson. I mean, you're talking about just old geezers who have done nothing in the league. But they got the win last night, so enjoy it, Nick fans, 101-92. to But then Utah last night blew out Memphis. You, you knew that was coming, 141-129, must-win situation. That's why they were favored by 9.5. It was very tempting to take the 9.5, but you know what? Memphis was not winning game two. They, they just weren't. They lose it. It wasn't really close in, in that you know, Utah basically had a 12-15 to 15 point lead the entire fourth quarter. Memphis never made a run. Um, not even close. In fact, they hit the last three, so it wasn't like Utah scored the last five points to cover the spread. It was a 15-point game, and then Memphis hit a three-pointer with like 30 seconds left. So Mitchell, playing for the first time in about a month, had 25 points. Conley had 20. Uh, Gobert had 21, including 13 rebounds. But clearly, Donovan Mitchell was the story, not Rudy Gobert. Uh, as uh, he plays, wanted to play game one. They wouldn't allow him. He does play game two, and they win. So they'll more than likely win this series, but uh, you never know. But good job by by, uh, the Jazz last night. Our poll question is up. You know, which team down two zip is most likely to come back and win their playoff series? Wizards, Clippers, uh, or Miami Heat? We didn't put the Boston Celtics up there, as someone noted. Yeah, Celtics are dead in the water. We'll go to Opposite Picks, get your vote in there. We'll take a look at the uh, NHL postseason and baseball next on Opposite Picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Lined to center and coming on to make the catch is Profar. He saves the game for the Padres on the sinking liner. Brent Suter, the new pitcher down for the Brewers. Line the other way in the right field for a base hit. Myers being waved around. Bradley Jr. will go to second and the Padres will take the lead in the 10th inning. On top, 2-1. to one. On the ground to second base. Corner is coming home with it. And they'll tag him out. Wow. He is out. Tried to score and Cronenworth comes home and they get the lead runner for the first out. On the ground is second base. Cronenworth will go to first and the Padres win. 
You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Yeah, Padres Radio Network with the call as they do win, taking two of three, uh, first two of three. Anyway, they got one more game today. San Diego over the Milwaukee Brewers as uh, they win it two to one. Not bad for in 10 innings, uh, not bad for uh, the uh, fathers as uh, they continue to have, surprisingly enough, the best record in baseball. Um, you know, I wouldn't have said it with the Padres, obviously, in that division. If you told me that division would have the best record in baseball, I'd say, okay, I get it. But uh, not only do they have the best record in baseball, the National League West, they have the second best record in baseball. And not only do they have the second best record in baseball, they have the third best record in baseball. I don't, has that ever happened before that one division? Now, it's early on, obviously, but. You know, what are we, uh, 50 games into the season. So we're about a third of the way through that one division of five. You know, they they change divisions so often that probably not. But one division of five has the three best records in baseball. Uh, The Padres are 32 and 18. Dodgers and Giants are both 30 and 19. Every other team in baseball has at least 20 losses. So... Not not uh, not not bad. Uh, what, what's quirky about it is that the Mets are, have twenty losses, but they're twenty two and twenty. They got to make up a lot again. They are eight game boy. The Padres uh, have played eight more games than the New York Mets because of the COVID and, and everything else. Uh, the Tampa Bay and the Red Sox have uh, and the Stankies have twenty losses as well. So they're all teams with twenty losses. Tampa Bay, Boston, Yankees, White Sox, Mets. Five teams with, with 20 losses. Interesting. And uh, Arizona coming up the rear is 18 and 32. They've lost 10 in a row, and they have the uh, second worst record in baseball behind the 17 and 32 Baltimore Orioles. Wow. Uh, the Orioles do suck. So, baseball yesterday. Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing crazy happening. Dodgers do lose 5-2 to two as they snap their 10-game uh, win streak. So uh, Houston beat them, and they beat Trevor Bauer. Thanks for nothing, Trevor, there, costing us one of our uh, parlays. Uh, you got the Twinkies over the Orioles, 3-2. to two. Cardinals bite the White Sox 4 nothing. You got the starting pitcher for the Cardinals having his hat confiscated because they Joe West, the umpire who they just honored the other day for being the greatest thing in the world, decides he's going to play umpire, takes his hat, and it's got some pine tar or something on the, the bill of it. So the manager for the Cardinals gets thrown out, so we'll hear about what was on that later on today, I imagine. A's double up the Mariners 6-3. to Angels would build a big lead. They hold off the Rangers 9-8. Cubs keep the Pirates reeling four to one. Uh, Fish over the Phillies four to two. Our Red Sox beat up the Braves nine to five. Uh, Rafael Devers home run three RBIs. Uh, Tigers one nothing over the Indians. Devil Dogs beat the Royals two to one. I say Astros five two over the uh, Dodgers. Giants five four over the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's your uh, baseball scene from yesterday on the field, off the field. Uh, Mets and Yankees rained out. Doubleheaders today, both at home. First time since 2008. Tell you about the Gallego situation with the uh, Cardinals. Corey Kluber uh, out two months with a right shoulder injury. And uh, Marcelo Zuna out six weeks. He fractured his middle and ring finger, sliding into third base uh, Tuesday night against the Red Sox. So that's obviously not good at all. Let's check out our uh, baseball scene from our plays. All right, yesterday we had the Mets. We're playing the Mets all season long against the uh, – not all season, but all series long against Colorado. 
That was rained out. Uh, St. Louis plus a nice fat 180 against the White Sox. Winner. San Diego laying a buck 30 at Milwaukee. Winner. And then we had tex- uh, Texas pick them against LA, the Angels loser. So we went 2 and 1. And that ups our winnings to 400 on our uh, teams that we choose for series plays. Our everyday plays against the Stankies. That was uh, a rain out yesterday. So we got Toronto twice today. Uh, against Boston, they won, so we're minus 300 for that total for the year. On Miami, they won, so we're up plus 25 on that one. They play the Phillies again later on today. And then we're back on Kansas City after uh, they snapped Tampa Bay's losing streak. They lose, uh, so we're at the plus 55 playing on Kansas City all season long. So not too bad. And back on uh, Kansas City at plus 140 at Tampa Bay later on today. Just out of curiosity's sake, keeping track of the Dodgers and Pirate plays, having gone over that, if you bet $100 on the L.A. Dodgers from the start of the season, you're at 30 wins up, 19 down, but minus 75. So anyone thinking that you see that Dodger record, that's the greatest example I can give you of whenever someone's picking games and they give you their record. Ooh, I went 30 and 19. Wow, you're doing great. Let me sign up with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm minus 75 bucks, though. That's what happens. Dodgers being favorites all the time. You got to win three out of four games. They've won, you know, three out of five, basically. And yet you're still losing money if you play them every single game. Amazing. And then if you bet against the Dodgers, you're obviously 19 and 30, but you're minus 200 as well. So either way, you lose. Betting on the Pirates, they lost yesterday. You're at minus 365 now. Betting against the Pirates all season long, 100 bucks. you're plus 60. And uh, Pittsburgh and the Cubbies play again today. Cubs, a slight little minus 125 favorite. Gave you the baseball numbers before, eight and four of home teams. Over-unders, three, eight, and one. Uh, favorites yesterday in the NBA, all three, one, and covered. Uh, you got two overs, one under, and uh, actually two unders uh, and one over. So far now, home teams, well, favorites are 11 and five straight up, nine and seven against the spread. Over-under in the NBA postseason, Cat was playing in games, nine and seven. Home teams are nine and seven straight up, eight and eight against the spread. Pretty, pretty even across the board. Favorites and overs five times, favorite and unders four. Underdog and over four times, underdog and under three times. So no real significant trend in the NBA. NHL with the games after last night, uh, favorites are now 21 and 16 with three pickums. Over-unders, you had one over and two unders last night. 18 overs, 22 unders for the uh, uh, postseason. And a rare, 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 I think it's happened only twice now. No overtime games last night, albeit only three games, but still. So we've had 13 overtime games and 27 non-overtime games. Favorites and over eight times. Favorites and under have hit 13 times. Underdog and over eight. Underdog and under eight. And then you had two pickums. So two went over, one went under. And we went one and two in our elimination over-unders. Surprised about that. So we're four and four on the season. I, I, I like playing the overs and elimination games because generally you get empty net goals and teams that are down. Little extra bonus teams that are down facing elimination will just pull the goalie and they'll give up two or three empty netters. What, what do they care? The season's over. So it does push the overs a little bit, but uh, 
Last night, we had a couple of situations where it didn't happen. So, unfortunately, uh, the teams that were getting eliminated, one was leading big, Minnesota, so they weren't going to pull the goalie, obviously, and the other one was uh, Florida, and they couldn't score at all. They were losing big, so it, it didn't matter. They lost 4 nothing. Our shots on goal, I told you we went 4-6. and six. Who are we going to go with today, you ask? Well, we got uh, a couple of games on the board today. So we got uh, two games that we're going to play some guys. Uh, let's see, do we have time to get this in, right? Uh, do we? Uh, yeah, well, I guess we can. Um, we're going to go with Carolina's Dougie Hamilton. Three shots on goal for him. He's at three, six, seven, seven, and 8. We're going to add Sebastian Ajo. Uh, he's at three. He's at seven, five, seven, four, and three. And we got a few others. We'll get to those when we come back. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna regroup what we lost from yesterday for sure. Opposite pick Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're everywhere. Radio, the internet, TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Kudrov hangs on up top to Edmund Stankos. What's her? Lightning Radio Network with the call as Tampa Bay does win last night 4-0 over Florida as they eliminate the Panthers in six games as we have one less team to worry about in the National Hockey League. All right, let's go back to our props. Scott Wetzel, 26 past the hour, uh, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. we got opposite picks here coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll go over our uh, pyramid plays as well, and uh, we have to uh, check out our six-club parlay that uh, we had two in action last night. First up, though, back to those props. So we got two games on the uh, docket tonight. You got uh, Carolina and Nashville with the uh, uh, Hurricane leading that one three games to two. And then we have the uh, Montreal Canadiens and Toronto Maple Leafs with the uh, Maple Leafs leading that one 3-1. They're a minus 250 favorite tonight against Montreal. Someone on uh, the YouTube chat asked about the Canadians being live dogs tonight. You know, uh, th- that team is just, I thought they had a shot this series. It was more an anti-Toronto play. I figured Toronto would choke, and it would be just like the Maple Leafs to lose tonight. It really would, but 
And I don't like having a team lose four times in a row. But that Canadian team, because Montreal won the first game in the series, but that Canadian team, they, they can't score. They're, they're awful. I mean, I don't know how they made the postseason. You know, I, the North Division is awful. I, I guess that's it. So they were the best of the rest. But they had one goal their last four game, or two games, four goals in four games for the series. They just can't score. They, they just, uh, you know, so um, I actually like Toronto to close it out at minus 250. You know, as long as they don't choke, which is a big, you know, as long as. But, no, I would not uh, think uh, Montreal is a live dog. If anything, I, if you have a dog, you want a dog, I would take Nashville plus the 126. I think uh, they're a live dog tonight, more so, way more so than, than Montreal. All right, so shots on goal. We're going to go Dougie Hamilton. He's three, as I gave you the numbers, three, six, seven, seven, and eight. I mean, I just uh, I love this shots on goal stuff. I know we had a little uh, setback yesterday, but that's going to happen to everybody. But this guy has been a shot on goal machine. Let me just double check on FanDuel today uh, and see if they bumped his number up at all. Um, Aho was at three, and uh, ooh, FanDuel did. Yeah. They bumped him up to three and a half. All right, no worries. I'll still you know still play it. Um, like I said. Uh, last four games, this is an elimination game. You know, Florida's going to be uh, – or at, uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh, not Florida, but uh, Nashville's going to be pressing a little bit. Maybe Carolina grabs the lead at home, chance for some empty netters and this and that. And, yeah, lay, lay the uh, – go ahead. And and Ajo is at three, so we're going to grab him. And Shreznikov has had 6-6-1-8. Six, six, Let me just see if he – if they listed him. They don't list everybody. Do they have one for our guy, Andre? Shots on goal. I don't see it. Uh, oh, yeah, there he is. Three or two, two and a half would be great. What do you got? Ooh, two and a half. Wow. Got to pop him. Two and a half minus 136, but that's okay. Uh, I don't mind laying that big. So two and a half minus, so we'll just write down 135. Here's a guy that's had zero. Okay. But six, six, one, and eight, his uh, last four games. Go over. All right, Nashville. Um, let's. Ch- I want to check out the numbers for Roman uh, Yossi. He's had one, eight, seven, four, and three. Uh, they have it. Hopefully, a two and a half. He's got him at three. Hmm. All right, let's put him down for a second. Philip Forsberg has two, five, six, two, four. I'm hoping for two for Forsberg. They have him as ooh three. I can't go three on Forsberg. I'll go three with Yossi for Nashville, but not not Forsberg. He's had uh, three yes and two no's. Um, nah, I, I can't I can't do that. Uh, Montreal Tyler Toffoli, he's been a killer for us. Forget about him. We we played him four times and he's had two at two and a half. So no, I can't do unless. So let's just double check and see. Maybe 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 they've lowered his number to two. If they did, it's probably going to be Monster Vig, which we don't want to do with him. He's been one of the dogs for them. Uh, he's been just awful. Um, Austin Matthews is four and a half. Yikes. To Foley for Montreal, two and a half minus 130. No way. Uh, we're dropping him. Four and a half on Matthews. Now he's had, I will tell you, He's been one of our guys that we've cashed in on a number of occasions with. He was three and a half to start this series. That was way off. We should have pounded that. He's at eight, four, six, and five. Yeah, we'll do it. A small little play. 
Well, I don't, I don't like counting on guys having five shots on goal. That's a lot. I mean, this guy's done it, but um, it's one thing to do it when you're expecting three or four. It's another thing to do it when you need five to, to get the win. But we'll put a, you know, it's a light schedule. Why not? So our plays tonight, Dougie Hamilton and FanDuel's, they're, 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 chall- they're, they're, they're challenging us for sure here. Uh, Dougie Hamilton over three and a half. Sebastian Ajo over three for Carolina. Uh, Andre Shvestikov over two and a half for uh, Carolina. We're going to go over three Yossi. We're going to pass on Forsberg, pass on Toffoli, and uh, we'll put over four and a half Austin Matthews as well. He is a shot machine. He, he gets the puck. He doesn't pass. So we'll do it. Why not? All right, our pyramid plays. Yesterday we won with the, the tough day. It, it was a tough day all around. Happens to the best of us. Uh, Knicks, we did win. Uh, so with our NBA play of the day, we're 36 up and 21 down. 15 games over 500. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, we lost with Julius Randle point total. Uh, we're 25 and 26 with our NBA props. Not good. NHL, eh, over five and a half Vegas, Minnesota. We, sh- we should have just played Minnesota. That, that was dopey. Uh, so that's a loser. So our NBA, our NHL play of the day, we're minus 305. Six games over 500, win column-wise, but uh, money-wise, which is what counts, minus 305. We missed out on Gensel over two and a half shots on goal. I can't freaking believe it. So we're at 33-16, and 16, still plus 15.50. Our baseball play, the Dodgers, loser. So we're at the minus 185. WMB play, uh, WNBA, we actually got a push, um, which we'll get to here in a second. But Las Vegas was a whopping six-point favorite at Phoenix, and they won by six, 85-79. So a push on that one. And then our uh, play, play, play of the day was the the Getzel over tw- two and a half shots, and that was the loser. So we're uh, at minus 145 on that one, even though we're 35-24, and 24, but we lost on a couple of Westbrook uh, triple doubles at Monster Odds. That's what killed us with that. All right, so our sixth club uh, – oh, so for today, right, oh, by the way, where are we going today? Well, let's check FanDuel out. Let's see what the, the boys have with our NBA plays. You got Miami getting a point and a half against Milwaukee. Lakers laying seven against the Suns. Denver plus five against or four against Portland. Um, I did like Miami in the series. It's do or die for them. They played like garbage. You know what? Let's go with Miami. Um they got to have some fight left, right? They just have to. So get me a point and a half with Miami. We'll do that. Props. Uh, we're we're going to go all in on Miami. Give me give me the over Jimmy Butler points. Um, he stunk the last two games. I can't believe. I, I, I just can't believe he would lay another egg. Uh, what's his total? I'm figuring about 22. Let's see. Player point totals, 23 maybe. I hope it's not 24 and a half. Jimmy Butler points. Oof. 24 and a half, son of a gun. But I think just like we do. Just like we do. Um, what's the Greek freak who's really not Greek? 28 and a half. Eh. Chris Middleton, 20 and a half. Let's go, you know what? Let's go Chris Middleton over 20 and a half. Why not? I I, I don't think Butler's going to go for 25. So 20 and a half, Chris Middleton. Okay. Uh, NHL play of the day. Uh, I'm going to go, believe it or not, with Nashville. I, I think they win. Um, plus 140 against Carolina. I think we're going to have a game seven. Best uh, prop NHL that we just spoke about. 
Um, I'm tempted to make uh, Shvestikov there, but, um, you know, I'm going to go with, uh, believe it or not, good old Dougie Hamilton, 6, 7, 7, and 8. He has been just a shot machine, so over 3.5 DH. Um, MLB play of the day. Well, we lost with the Dodgers yesterday, so that streak is over. Let's look for a nice little fat winning or losing streak, right? You got Arizona. That would be the one. They've lost 10 in a row. Arizona, the D-backs, are they playing? And who's pitching? Nothing that matters. But uh, we'll take the St. Louis Cardinals laying 126 at Arizona. 126 at Arizona. And then our WNBA play of the day. Line is not out, but we're going to go over uh, on uh, Dallas at Atlanta. Uh, Dallas is an over machine. So we're going to put the over in there. And if you're going to play only one. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, we've had success with our props in the NHL, except for yesterday. So let's go over three and a half. Dougie Hamilton. Uh, if you're really just playing one and you want to win, that would be the one. He's an over machine. So opposite pick. We'll do our parlay uh, when we come back. But first up, opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, sometimes seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, Nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas in FanDuel. We got a seven-pack for you tonight. How about that? Going to start in the NBA. Miami getting a point and a half versus Milwaukee. Do or die time for the Heat, as you can count on two fingers how many teams have rallied from 3 nothing down to win an NBA playoff series. Heat upset Milwaukee in the postseason last year, nearly won game one of this series, and then they laid unexpectedly a complete egg in games two. That's not going to happen again. Jimmy Butler has played like crap so far. That shouldn't happen again either. He's either hurt and he's not saying it or on the take, which I kind of doubt, or waiting to get back home, which is where he is tonight. Miami fans will carry the heat to a victory tonight. Love Miami facing a 2-0, 3-0 series deficit to win tonight and get back into this series. <clears throat> Give him Milwaukee minus the one and a half. Pick number two. Lakers late in seven versus Phoenix. Hate to say it, but the, the Suns have set. Uh, Chris Paul may or may not be playing tonight. If he is, you know he's not 100%. They have two days off in between games three tonight and four. So I could easily see Phoenix saying, eh, let, let's give him three more days off and just, you know, even if we're down 2 1, then so be it. That means trouble for the Suns. He's their main cog. He held up in game two, but that won't last for a whole game on the road, no less. Suns are in trouble. Much like with Brooklyn, the Lakers figure to get better and better with each passing game. 
I hate to say it, but I really, I love L.A. today laying only seven, unfortunately. <clears throat> Give me Phoenix plus the seven. Pick number three, over 227.5 Denver at Portland. First two games of this series flew way over the number. No reason to think this one won't as well. First game, 232 combined points. Second game, 237 combined points. And now the line is 227 and a half. Uh, the boys in Vegas fan duel are giving us an early Memorial Weekend present, figuring they're only going to whack us in other sports anyway. These teams couldn't spell defense, never mind play it. I mean, both clubs have a win, so there's no reason to think that either one is going to change things up. I love the over here at 227 and a half. Give me under 227 and a half, Denver at Portland. Pick number four. We'll go to the NHL. Toronto laying one and a half goals versus Montreal. Won't lay the minus 250, but And it would just be like Toronto to lose this game after dominating the last three. But realistically, <clears throat> I don't see it. Montreal just can't score. If not for the North Division being so bad, they wouldn't even be in the postseason. They feasted on the three bottom feeders of the division. They have four goals in four games. One in the last two. Maple Leafs will take the lead and no doubt get an empty netter or two as Montreal will have to pull the goalie earlier facing elimination. Lay the one and a half goals. This has got 3-1-4-1-5-1 written all over it. Give me Montreal plus the one and a half goals. Pick number five, Nashville plus 120 versus Carolina. You know, I thought the Hurricanes would win this series, but in four or five, clearly that's not happening now. This is game six. Preds have hung tough. They could have easily won game five. No reason not to grab them getting odds at home where they won games three and four and have now beaten Carolina four straight at home dating back to the regular season. Again, getting odds here, too good to pass up. We're overdue for a game seven. We got one in Minnesota last night with Las Vegas. We're going to get another one in this series as it will go back to Carolina tied 3-3. Preds win tonight. You watch. Give me Carolina, minus the 140. Pick number six, baseball. White Sox laying one and a half runs versus Baltimore. Well, it looks like the uh, White Sox have survived the uh, swing gate as they've taken two of three from St. Louis to move on to this series. Now they get the Patsy Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Orioles back to being the birds. They've lost 16 of 18, including nine in a row. They are brutal. Throw away John Mean starts, and the Orioles are 12 and 27 on the season. Dylan Cease, who's that, starts for the White Sox. He's only 2 and 1, but no, Chicago has won five of his last six starts, scoring four, nine, nine, 11, and nine runs in those games. Look at a bury Baltimore today. Lay the runs and count your winnings. Give me Baltimore plus one and a half runs. Pick number seven, Cubs laying 125 at Pittsburgh. If Baltimore isn't the worst team in baseball, then the Pirates could be. Like Baltimore, after a decent start to the year, Pirates are the lousy, god-awful, biggest waste of human flesh in National League uniforms that everyone figured they would be. Pittsburgh was 12-11 and 11 at one point. Since then, 6-19, and 19, including 1-8 their last nine. They stink. Cubs are going for the series sweep. They're red hot. They've won 8 of 10. I don't like playing midweek day games like this one is, but you know what? Uh, Cubs are just too good, and the Pirates are just too bad. So too bad on that system. Love the Cubs today. Give me Pittsburgh plus the 115. 
our opposite pick seven pack today. NBA, Milwaukee laying one and a half against Miami. Phoenix plus seven against the Lakers. Under 227 and a half, Denver at Portland. Montreal, the Canadians, plus one and a half goals against Toronto. Carolina minus 140 against Nashville. Baltimore plus one and a half runs. And Pittsburgh plus 115 against the Cubs. Opposite picks for this Thursday, May 27th. All right, there you go. We'll post those uh, on the website. Yesterday, we went uh, two and three. We uh, won with Philadelphia, laying eight. Lost with the Atlanta Hawks, plus one and a half. Lost with Memphis, plus nine. Uh, won with the Islanders, pick them. And then the swing game was uh, the Panthers, plus 130 against Tampa Bay. That was a loser. So two and three. Still on the season, we are now 266 up, 248 down. With three pushes. So there you go. Again, we'll post those on the website. All right, our six club parlay. Let's go back to that. Um, we got our pyramid plays in. Best NBA play, Miami plus the one and a half. We're going to go over 20 and a half points, Chris Middleton. Uh, we're going to take Nashville plus the 140 against, actually, that's 120. Um, I wrote 140. That's 120. Nashville plus 120 against Carolina. Uh, over three and a half, Dougie Hamilton shots on goal for our prop. Baseball, we're going to go with the Cardinals, minus 126 against Arizona, which is uh, lost 10 in a row. Over Dallas at Atlanta, line's not out yet, but I'm figuring that'll be around 165, 166 or so in the WNBA, which we're now 9-1-1 one, one after yesterday's push. Cha-ching. And if we're only going to play one, uh, I, I'm going to go right back to Doug Hamilton. Like I said, over three and a half shots on goal. He's had that in uh, all but one of the games, and he's had seven or eight. It's been unbelievable. He's not like barely squeaking by. He has gone way, way over the total. So I like that one a lot. As far as our parlays are concerned, all right, we lost yesterday. Thank you very much, LA Dodgers, on parlay number 29. So we scratch and erase that one off the board. We're now 3 and 26, which sounds horrible. And it is, I suppose, but uh, who cares? We're plus $3,042. We got a push on the Las Vegas laying six, although I did every blue moon uh, with these WNBA ones in particular. I'll pull a play down. You got to check the website because the Lions FanDuel doesn't have the lines out for WNBA games until the afternoon. So, and no one else does either for that matter. So I will, you know, Every blue moon will – I figured that would be like pick them, Las Vegas maybe minus one, two, maybe three. So it turned out they were six. So no harm, no foul, thankfully, because it ended up being a push. I don't know what they would do if you have a six-club parlay, open parlay, and you have a push, does that count as one of your games and it automatically goes down to a five-club parlay? Or – but every blue moon, I come up with a question that I don't know about gambling, and I've been doing this for a long time. Um, I don't know what they would do. Would they just say, okay, then we, that doesn't count, so you still got to get three more, or does that just count as a push and you got to get you got to go five zero and one? I don't know, uh, but officially we pulled it off the board. So again, no harm, no foul. As it turned out, uh, uh, that was a push. But every once in a while, I'll take something off the board and always check on the website. I post them on the website. So where are we going to go tonight? Uh, we'll back on that over. Um, again, it should be 163, 64, 65, maybe even 66. But Dallas has been an over machine. They're on the road. 
which I'm more comfortable with. The opposing team is generally more comfortable at home. So Atlanta, they could score as well. So in our all WNBA, our fourth team over Dallas and Atlanta. All right, we're going to start two others. So we're going to have three going. Get have as many as we want. Who cares, right? So we're going to take the Maple Leafs in parlay number 30, laying 250. I won't lay the goal and a half. No sense fooling around with that uh, since we had six clubs. So I, I, I would be very surprised if the if the Canadians won tonight. They, they have just looked awful in this series. They, they, as I mean, they can't score one goal in, in two games. Four goals for the series. They, they Lucky they were able to win game one. Otherwise, this would have been a sweep. I, I were outside of Toronto just laying an absolute egg and is it possible for them at home to do that? I suppose. No fans in the stands, though. I really think more than any other team, the club that's helped out by not having fans in the stands, the Maple Leafs. You know, they're in for a rude awakening when they, if they advance out of the North Division and they got to play some of these American teams where there are fans in the stands, uh, you know. So, but for now, no fans in the stands. I think that helps them when they play poorly. There's no booing. There's no throwing things on the ice. There's no chance that you suck, blah, 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 blah. So, I think Toronto will close out Montreal. Then we're going to do a an upset one we do from time to time. We're going to take uh, parlay number 31, Nashville plus the 120 against Carolina. I, I think they're live dogs today. I think they do extend that series to seven games. Wouldn't be shocked with a Carolina win, but I think ultimately they will win and uh, they will um, you know, extend the series to a seventh game. So there you go. We're set with that. A couple of other little stories here uh, that we didn't uh, get to. Story on two of tags. Our beloved Dolphin quarterback, our savior, saying yesterday, telling the media, last year for me, I wasn't comfortable, just in general. Wasn't comfortable calling plays. Uh, the guys that were here last year were phenomenal. I just didn't have the comfortability of checking plays, alerting plays. I just rode the play. Even if I knew it wasn't going to work, I was going to try and make it work anyway. I actually didn't know the playbook necessarily really, really good, and that's no one's fault but my own. Now, I bring this up because as a Dolphin fan, all I ever heard about Tua Tags was how he was the greatest worker in the world at Alabama, and, and there would be absolutely no concern about him working. That would be the least of your problems with Tua Tags. He works, he works, he works the hardest that everyone's ever seen, blah, 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 blah. And now here we are a year later, and Tua saying that he didn't work hard enough to learn the playbook. I mean, which one is it? You know, is he the hardest worker in the world, or is he just like everybody else? He got the money and the stardom and the fame, and he's a little lazy. Very disconcerting if you're a Dolphins fan. Very. All right, we'll wrap up shop next. Opposite Pick Sports for Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Uh, check out a poll question that we have up for today. Dogs or the field? Who's most likely to come back from 0-2 down and win their respective NBA playoff series? Wizards, Clippers, Miami Heat, or all are going to lose? Uh, all are going to lose their series, uh, winning with 53% of the vote. Clippers, 34%. Heat, 11 and uh, only 1% of you think that the uh, Wizards are going to rally from 2 nothing down. But at least there's somebody out there. There's one diehard loyal Wizards fan out there for sure. You know, speaking of Lions and the Clippers, you want a good play? Forget about tonight's stuff. Um, the Laker, or the uh, Clippers tomorrow are a 2.5-point road favorite at Dallas, which means they basically have to win, right? And the question is, are the Clippers really going to fall behind 3-zip in their series I mean, you know, no one expected them to lose game two, but sometimes going on the road is the best thing. Dallas was only 21 and 15 at home this year. Same home record as on the road. It's funny, on the road, 21 and 15 looks great, but at home, it's like, wow, they lost a lot of home games. They did. They weren't great at home. And the Clippers were halfway decent on the road. I guarantee you that line will not be two and a half when we speak tomorrow and, and by tip off. I'm guessing that line will be three, three and a half. Maybe even four, because people are going to see that line tomorrow, and they're going to be like, yeah, you're right. They're not falling behind, even though they could. So uh, if you like the Clippers, get in now before that thing uh, changes for sure. Uh, Naomi Osaka, you know, we didn't get into this too much, but um, she says she's not going to talk to the media at the French Open, which starts this week. I mean, she says it's because uh, this – keep in mind, she's made about $20 million in, in tour money. Because uh, uh, her mental health is not allowing her to talk to the media for five minutes after a match. You know, it's funny. Uh, Google Osaka and uh, basically near-naked pictures and see what you come up with. The, her mental state of mind doesn't affect her to send out uh, near-naked pictures every other day. Amazing, you know. She's uh, winning the battle but losing ultimately the war. You'll never win a fight with the media. Never. Enjoy your Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here. Opposite Picks.